1: It's Overtime with Jonathan Peterlin, but it's not Jonathan Peterlin. Spencer German here with you for the next three hours, an abbreviated version of the show. This is weird. Three hours of Overtime with Jonathan Peterlin is just weird. Like, I was driving in. Normally, it's it's earlier. I'm like, man, it's already 9 o'clock. What is going on? It was very strange. But I'm here. I'm excited about it. And it gives us a chance to get together to do something very important. On One of the coldest days we've experienced so far this winter. There haven't been many. It's been a pretty mild one so far. But as the weather gets ready to turn to frigid temperatures for the next week, we are at the first day really where we've seen some real cold creep in. It's supposed to get colder overnight into tomorrow. There was a bunch of snow on the east side earlier. I was picking up my son from daycare, driving through what felt like a damn blizzard. I sat in traffic for 20 minutes. I mean, My goodness and we're on the doorstep of cold temperatures, and I'm going to try to warm you up tonight with something I always like to do when I'm filling in for JP on a Friday. Yes, that is right. If you listen periodically when I'm in, we will be doing Hot Take Friday tonight, even with only three hours at our disposal. It is happening. 10.40 is the time that we've designated for it. So be ready. Start prepping your takes. Sight them in the mirror. Whatever you got to do. But we want to hear your hot takes at 1040. Before that, we'll talk with Eric Edholm of NFL.com. He'll join us at 10 o'clock. Guys, I have so many thoughts, so many things to get to, and so little time. Three hours is just not enough to cross all my T's and dot all my I's on all the things that I want to discuss tonight. But we'll do our best. And where I want to start on the eve of a Browns playoff game, on the eve of Super Wild card weekend, getting started tomorrow, and the Browns are just so happened to kick it off at 4.30 in Houston. Guys, can we just take a second to admire here for a few minutes, bask in rather, the fact that for the first time, maybe in my adult life, I'm going into a Browns game with complete confidence that they're going to win this game. I don't mean to play spoiler here because I'm going to do it uh, It's at, at 940. We're going to try to go through the entire playoff field, almost like the schedule game, give you our picks. I'll go through and go game by game, get to the Super Bowl, pick a winner, all that good stuff coming up in 40 minutes. But I'm So I'm already giving you one. I'm, I'm picking the Browns to win this weekend because I have to. I mean, I've heard every show this week kind of contemplate and discuss how nervous they are for the game. You heard the promo from Ken there from, one, from from Monday's show talking about the feeling in his stomach like he had nerves starting on Tuesday or whatever the hell it was. Guys, I've gone through this entire week, and I've looked at this game from all different angles. I was out in Berea talking to the players, talking to the coaches, all this different stuff. I can't find a way the Browns lose this game unless the defense just completely... Lays an egg, and C.J. Stroud just goes absolutely bonkers on them. Like, guys, this is all due respect to C.J. Stroud. This is all due respect to C.J. Stroud because I think C.J. Stroud is a hell of a player. He is very much worthy of rookie of the or offensive rookie of the year. He has been fantastic. I loved him at Ohio State. I love in the NFL. I consider myself almost a pseudo Texans fan on some level because I like the idea of rooting for C.J. Stroud and seeing him do well. And I understand history is not on the Brown side. It hasn't been for the better part of two decades. Okay, all those things. This team, guys, is different. This team is different. And if they haven't turned you yet, then I'm sorry. But they've turned me. They have turned me. They have made me a believer that things are different this year, that the culture is different this year. Maybe saying that there's no way they lose this game is going out too far on the limb. I get that. But I, it, I'm trying to get across here my feelings going into tomorrow. And I can't tell you the last time. I, actually, I can't tell you because there was this year going into that Cardinals game, I had no doubt they were going to win that game. Like there's been some games this year where you felt pretty good about it. I thought the Cardinals game was won. I thought the Titans game was kind of won. But y'all, you know, you never know with the Mike Vrabel team. But there's some games going in where you feel really, really good about them. Usually with this Browns team, that wasn't the case most years. But this year, that narrative changed for me. That story changed for me. I feel so confident about tomorrow. Do I really think Jim Schwartz is going to, and I get it, it comes with the context that he brought up. On uh, on Wednesday, that Joe Flacco beat him in the playoffs in his rookie year, so it's possible. But just because C.J. Stroud is out there, and I know that last week I was saying the one team I didn't want to see was Houston with C.J. Stroud healthy, I get all that. But as I've analyzed this game, the Browns are the better team. They've got the better defense. C.J. Stroud has seen some good defenses this year. He played the Jets, and the Jets, let's be honest, guys, that was the game he got concussed, but that came later on in the game. He looked bad for the most of that game up until the point where he got concussed, and he was out for the rest of it. Like, he did not play well against a superior defense, and this Browns defense, I'd say, is probably better than that Jets defense just in terms of the pass rush ability they have and the secondary they have. Like, that, this is a scary, scary group. He's never seen a defense like this before. A lot was made this week about how they're going to guard Amari Cooper. Are they going to go more to a, a man-to-man look? Even though they're more of a zone team, they're one of the most they're one of the teams that runs the most zone this season. How easy is that to do? Transition to man when your guys are really capable or haven't really played man all season. We'll find out. But between the defense, between the weapons this offense has, and between the fact that Joe Flacco guys. Is generally unflappable in these, on this stage and in these moments, 5 and 0 in the wild card round, uh, 10 and 5 in the postseason. Like if it was another quarterback, I might feel a little bit differently about it. If it was still Deshaun playing the way he was early in the season where we didn't know, I'd, I'd maybe be a little uneasy. But for the first time, I have confidence in a Browns quarterback going to the playoffs. For the first time, I have confidence in a Browns team going into the playoffs. Maybe I'm in for a rude awakening tomorrow. Maybe. Maybe you guys will be calling me when I host Sunday morning and making comments about, see, Spencer, this is why you can't fall for it. Same old Browns. This is what they do. They rip the carpet out from underneath you. They'll rip your heart out just when you start believing. Maybe that will happen. I'm not denying Like any given Saturday, any given Sunday, any team can win. I get all that. But this Browns team... For me, I'm going into this matchup with the understanding that they are favored and they should be favored to win this game because they are the better team and they, the vibes around this organization right now are just flat out different. They are. They have truly made me a believer, and I believe this too. I think that this Browns team has earned the right to go out and not basically go out and prove that the trust that they're going to get the job done. They have earned our trust is the best way that I can put it. And that's where I'm at going into this game. I mean, you rattle off an 11 and five season with everything they faced this year. (laughs) If they lose this game, it will, it it won't be an unsuccessful season. No, but it will feel like uh, a gut punch. Because that's how confident I feel about this team going into this game tomorrow. I really do. Like, I, I am expecting them to win. And I can't usually say that. I, I haven't been able to say that about the Cleveland Browns in my adult life. And since I've really been ingrained in Cleveland sports and followed the teams and kept up with them and all these different things, like, I've never really been able to say that, but I can say that about tomorrow. 216 474 0092. I want to know. What your confidence meter level is at for tomorrow. Are you nervous? Almost like Ken Carmen alluded to this week. Are you feeling a little uneasy about it because it's CJ Shroud and he wasn't there the first time around? Or are you like me where you're going into this game with the utmost confidence and you feel good about the Browns chances? I mean, and I'll, I'll talk more about this after the break. Think about 2018 though. Or sorry, not 2018. 2020. I apologize. 2018 was Baker's rookie year. I was going back too far on the Baker the Baker spectrum here without realizing 2020 was the playoff season. 2020, last time they made the playoffs, it was a completely different vibe, completely different feel, and a season that was weird anyway because you barely had fans in the stands and you didn't really... You were just kind of enjoying the ride. This year, guys... The Browns enter as a team that I think can truly do some damage, and they enter as a team that should be able to win on wildcard weekend. Flat out, plain and simple, period, end of sentence. I feel really good about this game tomorrow. And it's it's not because I think the Texans stink, I'm not even saying it's going to be a blowout. Like I don't think it's. I think it's going to be much closer than what it was, where the Browns led what thirty six seven at one point, going into the fourth quarter, and then the Texans kind of rallied late with some garbage time scores to make it a little bit more interesting. Like I don't think it's going to be that. The chasm isn't that wide this time around. C.J. Stroud certainly tightens that gap, and I'll give you my score prediction here coming up, but. Guys, like I think the Browns still win by at least a possession at least a touchdown. I'll put it to you that way. Not even just a possession. I feel really good about this game. I have all week and as I get ready for tomorrow, stage is set. I have no reason to believe that the Browns won't be in the division around next week. And if they prove me wrong, they fall flat on their face, you guys can burn me for it on Sunday and you know, rip me up and down and say all these different things. Fine, I'll take it on the chin. But I think that this year, in such a unique season, with all the adversity they've dealt with, I have to go into tomorrow feeling confident about the idea that this team's gonna get the job done against a team that they should be. And that's honestly when you're a good team, it's kind of the mentality you should have going into the playoffs like this. Two on six, four seven four, double nine two. I want to know what's your confidence level is ahead of the Browns Texans game tomorrow. We'll continue the discussion coming up at nine forty. I'm going to go round by round of the playoffs. Get you to the, su- the the conference championships, the Super Bowl, all of it coming your way here on Overtime with Jonathan Peterlin, Spencer in for JP tonight. Ninety two three, the fan. Two on six, four seven four, double ninety two. What is your confidence level going into tomorrow? While some people are going to bed nervous tonight. Maybe, like, 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 here's the difference, right? It's the difference between going to bed the night before you got a very big job interview where you're just up, tossing and turning, thinking about, like, what questions are going to get asked, what questions are you going to ask, do you have enough of them, should you bring up salary, should you not bring up salary, all these different things, and going to bed on Christmas Eve, and just excited and giddy and knowing that good things are, are are waiting for you on the other side when you wake up in the morning. That's the difference. And I'm the latter of those two. I feel really, really good about this game tomorrow, guys. Some others are joining me on that front. Let me open up uh, social media reactions. Which are brought to you by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's Premier Jewelry Store. Robert on Twitter says, First time I've got confidence in the Browns since the Bernie era. I think that's probably for how a lot of fans feel. That's probably the last time you felt like you could go into a playoff game, go into an environment like this, and feel like you had any sort of confidence in the team. Um, I think James is trying to say something. We can't hear you. Oh, my bad. He's talking in my ears, Spencer. <laughs> We're doing things behind the well, I'm looking, okay, I'm looking over my, I-, I see out of the corner of my eye James, like, scrambling to grab his microphone and I see him talking and then, well, well no, no. But- and then I see you, like, you're changing your headphones around and you're like, I don't
0: know what, like, it seemed like you were completely, like, at a loss. No, no, no I was trying to communicate something to Dominic without having to type it out and then you just happened to be looking at me intently. I, I try not to be distracting when ghost <laughs> you- is sitting well, on it side. distracting? But- you-, you know we can talk to each other yes, without you Yes, I knowing. do know
1: that, but okay. I thought he was legit, he pulled his microphone in front of him. He, I saw him push the button. He talked, and then he like it seemed like he could tell he w- he couldn't really be heard, so that, and then I see him pull his headphones out. I didn't know what was happening. I hit, I
0: hit what's called the talkback
1: button to make sure I yes. was only
0: talking to Dominic, and I made okay. sure that... You all- don't have to explain the <laughs> no, talkback no, talk button too to, much, to me. I have <laughs> sat in
1: that room as many times as you have sat in that room. I mean, I don't know Mr. Bigshot. I just, just I just saw out of the corner of my eye, you were scrambling like you had something to say about what I was saying. No, no, you're doing a fine job. Keep it, keep, keep it going. <laughs> I mean that. Don't laugh at me at my compliment. 216-474-0092, Your confidence meter for tomorrow in terms of the Browns and Texans game. I, I, like I said, guys, I feel confident, and it's a testament to the season. It's a testament to this team, the resiliency that they have shown to get through this phase of this the, through the regular season at eleven and five. You get a week off, basically, at the end of the year because you guys have earned enough wins to, to, to earn that and lock everything up that you could possibly lock up to that point. Like, I have... It's it's just different vibes. And, and I don't think Jim Schwartz is going to let his defense collapse against a rookie. I think C.J. Shroud hasn't seen a defense like this this year. I think that Joe Flacco... It's just going to be unwavering in the pocket, unwavering in his ability to run this offense. I'm not worried about him. My biggest fear going in is probably that the Browns turn the ball over one too many times and it comes back it comes back to bite them because that is the one thing this season that has gone awry and somehow normally like what's weird about this matchup is that you have the Texans who have the least amount of turnovers this season and you have the Browns who have the most amount of turnovers this season. And one of them has a better record than the other for some odd reason, even though they have more turnovers. It's, it's bizarre. Normally teams that have the amount of turnovers the Browns have are not 11-5, and uh, favored in a game going into the playoffs on the road, but they are the better team. And so, yeah, that is my biggest fear. Can they cut out some of these interceptions, cut out some of these turnovers and protect the football a little bit better? If they can do that, though, it should be smooth sailing tomorrow, honestly. And again, I I don't mean smooth sailing like it's going to be a boat race. There'll be some tense moments. I'm sure that there will be some moments where you think the game's going the other direction, and we're going to be sitting here wondering, like, okay, are the Browns going to blow this? But I think they're going to win comfortably enough, more than a touchdown, is how I feel about it. And I'll give you my score prediction here when we go through the actual playoff bracket and do our picks and things here coming up at 940. The other thing about this, guys, and I alluded to this at the end of the segment, in 2020, I think we all would agree that we were kind of just happy to be there. I mean, I know I felt that way. I think a lot of you felt that way. I, I don't know that And especially with 2020, given everything that we went through that year with the pandemic and social distancing and not being able to go to games and not being able to do things publicly and just everything that that involved, like it just felt good to have your team in the playoffs. It just felt good to have the drought ended. It just felt good to have more football here in Cleveland to cheer for and watch and be a part of and feel a part of, even if it was from home. You, we all went into that Steelers game feeling like, all right, it would be the win of all wins, epic moment in Brown's history if they pulled this thing off. But if they lose, you know what? It's been a fun season, playing with house money. Keep on, We'll get back there in, in, in the years to come, which ironically didn't happen. You didn't get back there in years to come. Uh, it took you three years to get back. But in the same vein, like, it it's – it was just kind of, a world, we're going along for the ride and we're going to enjoy whatever's in front of us, right? This year, though, there are legitimate expectations. And I said this last week. Losing in the opening round would not be a failure of a season. This season is, by all accounts, a raging success. They made the playoffs. Kevin Stefanski's got the job security of all job securities at this point. We're talking about extensions for him and Andrew Barry, and you got Miles Garrett locked up long term. You're feeling pretty good about things at the moment with the with, with the direction of this franchise, the vibe in the locker room. If they can keep that replicated here in the next couple of years, like things are trending in the right direction, hundred percent they are. But it wasn't just about making the playoffs. If we think back to preseason and offseason and all these things. That was the main goal because that's when you can put to bed all the talk about moving on from coaches and doing the coaching carousel and who's going to be here next year, who's not going to be here next year. All that stuff gets put to bed if you go out and you make the playoffs. But we all know with this group, with the talent on this roster, dating back to the offseason, We all believed that there was more in store for this group than just getting here. Like that's just a fact. This team should. This team, if you really think about it, from a a talent and roster building standpoint, better than the 2020 team all around by all accounts. And if that's true, this team cannot get bounced in the first round. Like like losing a wild card weekend just is not even in my purview as a thing that's going to happen. I don't mean to sound like I'm getting too big for my britches, and I will say this feeling will very much change if we're talking about a Browns-Ravens matchup next week because while I think that's still a game the Browns can win, the Ravens are playing or were playing really good football down the stretch, and that's not going to be a tough game even though you know them. It's a division opponent. Even though I feel good about it because they've already beaten them on the road, all those different things. There's still some nerves there because it's a the, the the Ravens are the top tier of teams in the AFC right now. They're the one team right now that you have confidence in going into these playoffs that could or should have a pretty good shot at coming out of the conference. Right? They're playing the best football of anybody in the in in the AFC hands down. So it makes it a little bit nervous, but I do think the Browns have a chance in that game. But, yes, like next week, if that's what we're talking about, I'll have a completely different feeling about it. I will be going into a game, whether it's Saturday, whether it's Sunday, whatever, feeling that uh, this one's not given. This one's makes me a little bit nervous, and it's going to be more tense. It's going to be more on the edge of my seat. It's going to be more clutching, singular moments and hoping that the play goes your way. That makes me nervous. But tomorrow for me, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy this thing because I think the Browns truly have a chance to win this game and win it without really making fans sweat it out all that much. I I think there'll be moments, but I don't think it's going to be some down-to-the-wire, need-a-game-winning drive to win. I, I just think the Browns are the better team, and that should bear itself out. This time around with the Browns, that should bear itself out because it has most of the season. Like the team, and I and I keep saying it too. The idea that this team has finally the quarterback figured out, and that's one of the biggest differences, right? All these other years where you didn't have that position, you didn't know what to expect. You knew the team was going to be bad in years like fifteen and sixteen, and all this different stuff. Now you, for the first, it it kind of goes hand in hand. For the first time in a long time, I'm going into a game feeling with have the, having the utmost confidence. That the Browns are going to get the job done in a playoff game, nonetheless. And it's linked almost with my confidence in the fact that the Browns finally have a quarterback that you feel like you can you can trust and count on. The Deshaun versus Joe Flacco conversation, we can have that another day. We saved that for the offseason. But going into this weekend, it's Flacco. We know that. And I feel like this guy just... Is going to give you something you've never seen at the quarterback position, and in this game, that's going to matter. So those two things kind of go hand in hand. And then I look at the defensive side and say, well, that, that, that unit's the best in football right now. Like everything is, I, I'm, I'm at the, I'm at the, ta- I'm at the, the blackjack table, and everything's coming up Browns. Everything. There's very few instances where I feel, where I picture the Browns losing this game tomorrow. I'm, I'm being 100 percent honest with you. Very, very few. And those things could happen. They could bear themselves out. But this team this year, this new culture and vibe around them, and with the winning they've done, given all the circumstances and everything they've been through, they have finally earned the right to be trusted going into a game with the stakes that tomorrow has. I know it's been a long time since people have been able to say that. I know it's been a long time since any of us have been able to say that. You can sit here and say, Well, Spencer, you weren't here for the drive and you weren't here for this other miserable moment in, in Brown's history or Cleveland sports history or whatever. And I know that that's all there, but I, I, and that is what it is. We wear that. We, we, we know it exists. We can't run from it. But you can also let the past be in the past sometimes. And this team that's right here in front of us, like, I'm enjoying this thing for what, whatever the hell it is, and however the far, however the hell far it goes, it feels like there's a chance that it could go pretty far. And I think that we should be going into this game, if I'm pretty confident. What is your confidence meter? Two one six four seven four double ninety two on Twitter at Spencito underscore. If you want to jump into the conversation, we've been getting some people chiming in there already about their confidence meter, so we we'll certainly want to hear your thoughts. When we get back, though, guys, I mentioned the Browns winning tomorrow. Let's take a look at the whole weekend. Let's take a look at the entire playoffs. I love to etch these things in stone with you, so I'm going to go round by round, pick my winners, get to my top, my, champ, my conference championships, my Super Bowl, pick a winner and that. How far do I have the Browns going this postseason? You will find out next. We got Eric Ed, home at 10. It's Spencer German. With you here on 92 Through the Fan. Don't miss the post-game edition of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland with Daryl Ryder and Andy Baskin, sponsored locally by Smiley, One, and Bryant, Northeast Ohio's premier heating and cooling solution. They'll be dropping it tomorrow after the wild card game against the Texans. You're not going to want to miss it. Whether it's a win or a loss, their live reaction, you can jump on in with them. Subscribe to the podcast at 92ThroughTheFan.com or... In the Odyssey app. Real quick, we are going to get to my round-by-round predictions. for The NFL playoffs. James Bridges is going to take the reins on this. But I do want to squeeze in real quick here. Red in Tennessee jumping in, wants to talk about the Browns game tomorrow. Red, what's going on, my man?
0: Ah, uh, man. We uh, love our Browns in Jackson,
1: Tennessee. Oh, we love to hear that. We love to hear yeah. that. You guys are Bengals fans down there? No, we're Browns fans. I love that. Awesome.
0: Yeah, big game tomorrow. Wish uh, we had twenty four in that game tomorrow. But uh, I just wanted your opinion, real quick. Uh, what about the running game for the
1: Browns tomorrow? The run game? Yes, sir. Uh, I think there's an opportunity to run the football, but I also don't know necessarily that that's going to be the the Browns uh, the, the Browns game plan fully. I, I think, Brad, we've seen to this point. Joe Flacco's kind of been able to put the team on his back with the passing game. The play action game's working so well. Um, I think they are going to put a lot of this in Joe's hands and trust him to kind of get the job done. But I am encouraged by the fact that that last game against the Jets, the run game sort of got going a little bit better. So hopefully they can get it, get it going somewhat, but I do think that it's going to be more in Joe Flacco's hands. I really do. I
0: do too. Uh, and everything. And, you know. uh, I love Flacco, you know, and everything. But uh, I think we do have to get the running game going a little bit, you know, uh, you know, where well, we can't open the pass game up. Uh, yeah. I love Flacco. I think he can throw two or three touchdowns tomorrow. What do you think?
1: I think so, too, Red. I appreciate you calling, my man. Enjoy the game. Go Browns. Yeah, and that, and that Houston run defense is one of the better ones in the NFL. So, and it's been interesting to kind of just pick – Stefanski's brain, Flacco's brain, others on how the play-action game stays so effective even when they can't run the ball effectively. Some of it is the play fake, and Joe Flacco's just been a freaking savant, wizard, whatever you want to call him at those. He's so good at that ball fake. And pff, I don't know. I I, I think we're going to see a lot of throwing the ball. I don't know that Amari Cooper's going for 265 again, but... It's going to be a lot of Joe Flacco airing it out, making some big plays with his arm, and and in the pass game. I think it's how they get this this win tomorrow. All right. Without further ado, this is the etched-in-stone playoff predictions from yours truly, Spencer German, here in Overtime with Jonathan Peerland. I'm going to turn things over to James Bridges, who will give us each matchup. He's going to track it as we go throughout the playoffs as we march our way to the Super Bowl.
0: Good evening, good sir. How are uh, you? Oh, the
1: timing on that. Dominic, the timing on that. That man's on fire tonight. <laughs> you're just saying that because he's playing
0: all your requests for rejoin music. No,
1: no, 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 because he ain't going
0: to play the next four, so it's okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not a chance. All right, what have we got for our games all for right. Wild car Weekend? Well, I know what they are, but you're going to give us sort of yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the teaser of them.
0: So we're, we're going to go in order of time. Okay. The Cleveland Browns take on the Houston Texans. The Cleveland Browns are minus two and a half, who would you go with? The Houston Texans are at home.
1: Yeah, so I'm not going to waste much time with this one because I've already been talking about for the first two segments. I'm taking the Browns. I'm taking the Browns to cover two. My score prediction, I'm putting it out there early in the show here. My score prediction, 31-24 Browns. Controlled environment, no weather to worry about like some of these other games. I think the Browns are putting up 31 points, 31-24. They beat the Houston Texans. They're moving on.
0: All right. Continuing to the next game of the day, the Miami Dolphins. They got a, they're a little banged up. Take on the Kansas City Chiefs, who have wide receivers, who is, uh, we're unsure if they can catch a cold. But <laughs> well, the,
1: they might catch one tomorrow with that weather
0: forecast. Ooh, the Dolphins are plus four and a half. Where are you putting your money?
1: Listen, the Chiefs' offense has struggled this year, but who do I trust more in a cold environment? Do you really think you think I'm trusting this offense that that plays better in the heat and is a lot of you know? We talk about Ohio State being very sort of uh, what's the right word? Not temperamental, but they're more like Maseratis. They're more sports cars, right? Like that's that's the Dolphins' offense. And I don't trust that offense in this, in the wet, with the weather that's going to be forecasted. I, I think the Chiefs are going to win. I think the Chiefs are probably going to cover that four as well, even though the Chiefs have had some issues of their own this year.
0: All right. Next game of the day, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to go to a Winter Wonderland Buffalo to take on the Bills. The Steelers are plus nine and a half. Ooh, that's big. That's, that's that is, big points. Yeah.
1: So part of me feels like this is actually like the perfect storm, no pun intended for Pittsburgh, because the weather is going to make this thing ugly, and that's how the Steelers win. Like, it, it, you kind of take the Josh Allen's arm out of the equation, and they struggled in the snow last year against the Bengals. But I can't possibly in good faith pit, pick Pittsburgh. That offense is a mess. they th- th- It's terrible. I'm taking the Bills at home with the crowd behind them, and uh, maybe the Bills don't cover but I'll say that they win it at home, even though I will be rooting for the Steelers, and I think most Bronx fans show. We'll get back to that a little bit later in the show. All right, next.
0: Let's move on over to the NFC. The Green Bay Packers, after getting rid of that A.A. Uh, Ron man, have a. made a. it a. back to the playoffs, and they're going to play America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. The Packers are plus seven. Where are you
1: putting your money, Spencer? If I was betting, I would bet the Packers to cover that. Uh, but I do think the Cowboys win this game. I don't usually trust the Cowboys, and I actually think it would be hilarious if they lose this game. Don't sleep on on Jordan Love and the Packers. Um, Mike McCarthy may be on the hot seat here if they lose to his former team, but I'm, I'm going to say Dallas moves on and advances, mostly because I, I really want to see a, ma- a specific matchup in the next round.
0: Woo! All right. One of the highlight games of the uh, weekend, the Lions are going to be taking on their former guy, Matt Stafford and the Rams. The Rams are plus three. The game is in Detroit. Sam LaPorta is a little banged up, though, with that knee. Where'd you put your money? I know we
1: love our Browns, but this is the game of the weekend because of that narrative. Matt Stafford going back to Detroit. The 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 double revenge game because it's Stafford and it's Goff. Listen, the Rams are a sneaky team. Don't be surprised if that team makes a run to the Super Bowl. But I want to see a rematch of Lions Cowboys so bad. I'm going to say the Lions move past the Rams and get the win. Ooh. I'm not as confident in that one, but I'm going to say the Lions win. You trusting uh, Mr. Jared Goff there? I am. Wow.
0: All right. And uh, the last game of the weekend, we have the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are plus. Three at home.
1: I'm taking the Bucs. I don't want to. I don't feel great about it. Uh, I don't really want to root for Baker, but I just think the Eagles are in shambles. I, I saw coming in, AJ Brown like deleted all mention of the Eagles off his Instagram account. Like that, 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 when that stuff happens, there's something going on. There's something going on that's weird in Philly, so I'm taking Tampa Bay. All right. Let's rattle through the division round. What do we got?
0: All right. So the AFC divisional round will see the Browns. Face the Ravens, per your pick,
1: who would you pick? Give me the Browns. Ooh. Flacco fever, baby. Flacco fever. All right. So The then, Browns are moving on. All
0: right. So then that means you would have the Chiefs and Bills in the divisional round. Who would you pick?
1: Buffalo. Whoa! At, if it was in Kansas City, I would take the Chiefs. On the road in Buffalo, though, I think the Bills get the job done. We're getting a uh, Battle of Lake Erie in the AFC Championship game on to the NFC.
0: All right. So that means we would see the Buccaneers travel to San Fran to take on those 49ers. Who would you take? Do, I, do we even need to? Uh, it's the 49ers. Not, you bro. might be a Baker, bro. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I just said I'm not. I don't want to root for Baker. <laughs> I don't want to root for that guy. <laughs> even though he didn't do anything to us, really, other than write that note and he posted on Instagram. But no, it's the 49ers. The 49ers are too damn good. Give me the 49ers.
0: 49ers it is. And then we'd have the Cowboys and Lions in the divisional round. What you got?
1: This is where my my distrust of the Cowboys comes into play. I love the Lions. They're a great story this year. I'm going to say the Lions advance past Dallas, and uh, we get a Detroit-San Francisco NFC Championship game.
0: Wow, I, I'm so mad at you. We're going to have to talk off air. So then that would mean in the AFC Conference game, we would have the Cleveland Browns taking on the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo.
1: This is where the homerism's got to go away. I'm sorry. I, I let it go through two rounds. I put them past the Ravens, who are the best, playing the best football in the AFC right now. I'm going to say the Bills advance to the Super Bowl. You're going to make them, let
0: them get that far and then
1: kill them off here, huh? This is like a scary movie where certain characters I, don't make it. This to the is end. one of those things. This is one of those things where I don't want to pick them to win it all because it almost feels like like bad juju. Like I, almost, I don't know. Like I don't, I don't want to put it in the universe because I want it to almost be like a. I don't know. You, Say it with you know your, what your chest, man. Don't
0: be afraid. If you're afraid, buy a dog. What is that I don't get that phrase he at all. He does this
1: every time. So. <laughs> if, 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 if you're keep afraid, if, if
0: if you're afraid, you need a dog to give you protection. So, oh either 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 stand behind it or or go get you a dog. If you think they're going to make the playoffs, i mean, nah, they could I'm taking the, the, the bills. bills.
1: They could. I'm taking the Bills though. All right, then in
0: the NFC, we would have the Lions and the 49ers on the bay for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. I'm Who taking
1: the 49ers again. I just think they're too good. Again, love the riot the Lion story. But I can't bet against the 49ers. Uh I'll, I'll put the 49ers in the Super Bowl.
0: And as a uh Bills 49ers Super Bowl, would have it, who would you pick? Who's your Super Bowl champ?
1: 49ers. I got to go Niners this year. That team's really good. And if the if if this if, if the Ravens get plucked off, like if they get picked off somewhere along the way, I think the 49ers have a pretty decent path on their way. Like like there's two teams here that are just better than the others that I still think could slip up, I don't know. And listen, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope the Browns make a run to the Super Bowl. I'm just trying to like temper the expectation a little bit so that if it happens, I, I, I'm absolutely thrilled and through the roof about it. So I don't look like a complete homer picking them to go all the way to the Super Bowl.
0: I think you sound a little afraid if you ask me.
1: I mean, listen, I, I don't feel good about any of these picks in the AFC because all these AFC teams are just fine, and then there's the Ravens who are good, And I honestly think the one matchup that they don't want is the Browns. Like, I think the one team the Ravens don't want to see is Cleveland, if I'm being honest.
0: Uh, You know, the Ravens don't scare me as much as uh, the Chiefs or the Dolphins because speed kills. And the one thing granted. You're worried about the Chiefs? Speed kills. Look. And that all these shambles, bro. All, and all it takes is three big plays for you to be down twenty-one point, or for them to have twenty-one points on the board, and then now you're scrambling and figuring out yeah, what to well, do. Well,
1: Flacco fever.
0: Flacco doesn't play defense, though. And granted, <laughs> while their wide receivers aren't the best, I'm
1: look. I see here's what I'll say, and then we gotta take a break. And I do want to get your guys your your conference championships in the Super Bowl. We'll get that here in a little bit. But the Chiefs scare me because their defense is also good, and if they keep a game close. Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. Like he's one of those guys you don't want to bet against in the playoffs. So I, I'm with you on the Chiefs being scary if that matchup were to come. But I don't know, man. This is like the least confidence I've had picking any a, any playoffs other than the first round games and in quite some time. All right, we got to take a break. When we get back, Eric Edholm will join us. We'll get back on this topic. We'll get James and Dominic's conference championship games and Super Bowl picks, but I'm going to ask Eric Edholm a whole bunch of stuff about the playoffs, the coaching carousel, and more when we get back on 92 Through the Fan. Oh, wait.